Yeah, you can talk about your Sit back here and I'll be in some story. Who wants to do episode It's my 40 ounce. Yeah. You go sit on the curb outside and record. 40 ounce is the best. Mad Dog 2020, y'all ever drank that? <gasps> you only drink it once. I drank it I, and I learned a lesson. Yeah, most people don't go back for seconds. So. In college, went to spring break. The only time I ever went to Panama City or anything for spring break mm-hmm. was in college. So I was legal drinking age. But when I got there, but I'm broke. You know, everybody's broke. You spent all your money on a hotel room right. when you get down there. And, and there's 20 of us staying in a hotel room, and they all kept stealing my beer. You know, I'd put in $20, buy a case of beer, and by noon, it's gone. Yeah. I've had two of them. I got tired of that. So I went and bought Mad Dog 2020, like five bottles of it for one night. What color? What flavor did you get? I think I got great. Go the great. The best one. I got, that was the only one I remember. But I remember <laughs> yeah. I got all the flavors just to see if I could deal with them. Yeah, it took care of business. It got so bad that I ended up funneling Mad Dog because it was so bad I couldn't drink it. That's a good idea. Yeah. Well, at least I got drunk. Yeah, yeah. You butt chug it? No, I didn't do any butt chug it. <laughs> but I did end up at Waffle House in Panama City by myself at like 3 in the morning. <laughs> That's a, a dough mate in a dough, huh? Yep. You got lesbian deer. Yeah, that'll, that'll get that, us uh, on a deer now. That particular deer is, is very that's a it's a buck that just he doesn't have horns. You need to shoot him, but how can you shoot him if you think you just think he's a big doe? Well, I mean, we shoot a lot of does anyways, well, so you need to pick him out because his genetics spread the. He's gonna spread a bunch <laughs> yeah, of we, we hornless got a, bucks. We got a unicorn that weighs two hundred pounds. You got a big we've four got point. that. We got that big four point that's over two hundred pounds. We have that particular deer right there that is probably close to 200 pounds and there's no way a doe is going to weigh 200 pounds not in south mississippi or central mississippi yeah this is not going to happen not you, should, you, should, yeah. you should keep all their skulls when you're done. They would look great in this room. Like <laughs> all jacked skulls. up deers. That <laughs> 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 would be pretty cool. Yeah, I'll just not. having yeah. a bunch of jacked up deers. Yeah. Yeah. Skulls in, in the Zeta room. We, yeah. Okay, we are the Hardwood Boys. We'll, we'll start it now. It's Kenan, Brandon, Ben, and Vic. We got Vic, everybody all here. All four of us for the first time in a while. Yeah. yeah. Since apparently I turned into Mrs. Doubtfire last uh, last week, and <laughs> Brandon does a great Mrs. Doubtfire. That was me. <laughs> yeah, I don't know who it was. But Vic called you out. That was amazing. <laughs> an amazing Mrs. Doubtfire. But did anybody taste the cake I cooked for Kim's birthday? Pretty solid. It, I, I it, gave it a taste. And that to, was uh, a day or two you later. You bought it at Publix, baby. No. I know you did. I, I, we oh, made it. Wait a minute. When I texted you on Saturday, you said you were sick. 
Uh-oh. Me? Yeah, from, from the cake. <laughs> well, that was Sunday morning. Uh, look, I, was six. I was being nice. <laughs> I was sick Saturday morning, too, when I woke up, because Georgia wanted to, we were, he- Kim's birthday was Friday night, so right. we had people over, you were gone, so you couldn't Yeah, come. you were heading to the camp at, like, oh, early in the morning. Y'all were at my house until what? It wasn't that 9.30? Yeah, what? 10 o'clock. You brown bottle flu? What happened? No, 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 I just, well, yeah, yeah, exactly. I had the, the COVID, the, the beer COVID. Oh. <laughs> I had Corona from the beer. <laughs> the Corona. The, the Corona I woke beer. up feeling like COVID ass. 20 ounce. It took me until Meridian before I felt okay. Oh, wow. What time did you Then you're there. We left, at, we left at 8. We were planning on leaving at 7, but I got up at 7. Yeah. Took a long shower. I had no Excedrin, no medicine. You know, I was like, son of a biscuit. So then I stopped at the gas station. You had to get a biscuit. Well, <laughs> yeah, said I got that. a biscuit, hash brown, and I got Excedrin at the gas station. I took the Excedrin. And headed to the camp with Georgia, and it took almost two hours before I two and a half hours before I started feeling. feeling yeah, if I yeah. coughed, it hurt. My head felt like it was going to explode. Uh, it was. Wow. I had imagine, a drink. Imagine feeling like that and pulling a trigger. Oh, that would, in a box, that would blow <laughs> in your head. Oh, oh, it might clear it up though, no. because especially if you're got the adrenaline going for the deer, maybe it, it'd block it out. But for a short period. But yeah, so we had a good. Kim's party last weekend, but then we went up to Blackwater and hunted. You were already up in Blackwater because the rut's supposed to be January eighth. It's, it's the rut is happening, but it happened. It, it didn't happen the weekend when I was there. It was happening. I didn't see any. We we had eight people in the woods, and we saw a few little bucks. Like my niece killed a nice cowhorn spike. Was with another six point eating corn in the middle of a lane um, at four thirty in the afternoon. So that's not rutting activity to me. My brother shot a four-point that I sent y'all a picture of. He got excited. He hadn't killed a deer in like four or five years because he's always had his kids kill him. He was walking through the woods at like 1130, and he said he saw something coming, and so he just sat down by a tree. And he said like five minutes later, he had stepped out, and he said he saw horns. And That's all he, he needed to yeah, say. Yeah, 80 yards. He got so excited. <laughs> he just shot it, and then when he got to it, it was just a four-point. But, but it didn't have brow time. It, you know, it, wasn't, right. it was a young deer. Right. It, I would have probably let it walk. But, yeah, he just got excited and yeah. took it. But, yeah, that's, that's as long as he's happy. Yeah, he was happy with it. Everybody was happy. Um, we saw me, Georgia and I, and Mary. And I, that's the reason I was going. I really wasn't hunting, but it was the rut. And my brother was bringing his little daughter, um, that's Georgia's age, up there. So Georgia wanted to go hang out with her. So I went up there and uh, hunted a little bit the first afternoon um, by myself. I just kind of walked to a new area my dad just bought 80 acres that kind of it was in between like a, a you know a square that ours went around right and he bought the middle 80 acres so we'd never walked on it and i walked up the uh, 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 fence line to an area that on the map it looked like there's some hardwoods in the middle of this place going along the river and i walked to that and it's beautiful and i saw i jumped one little buck there i could just see horns as he's kind of running away and sat there for a couple of hours. It's beautiful. I'm putting a bow stand there, and somebody needs to hunt it next mm-hmm. year in the bow season. It's beautiful because it, it, it's a fence line and a river. The the fence crosses the river. So this would just follow along. Yeah, and it's all yeah. hardwoods. The river for miles and miles, and it they, there's a couple fingers that come right to this spot, and so the fence is down. Yeah, yeah, it's a perfect yeah, it's choke perfect. point, at least in my brain. So yeah. I, we need to sit there in the bow season. Yeah, but, throw your camera in there, see what's there. Yeah, and then I walk down the fence line back. Um, at like 2.30 and beautiful. I mean, it's, there's so much beautiful land that I'm going to buy a new climber tomorrow 
and I'm heading up there Friday, and I'm going to hunt that Friday afternoon, Saturday morning, because I can see 250 yards through hardwoods that nobody's hunted in 20 years. Oh, wow. I mean, it's, and it's got thick cut over on one side of it that's just so thick you can't walk through. Um, it's beautiful. <clears throat> so I'm, and nobody's hunted it in 20 years because yeah. we didn't own that property. Nice. Other people didn't hunt it. And then Michaela and I hunted the next morning. My oldest daughter showed up that night, and we hunted in the lick log box. And at like 6.50, it's just barely daylight, she goes, there's a deer. So I look way down the lane to the feeder, which is like 200 yards, or 100, over 150 yards. There's a buck or a deer standing there, so I get the gun. You know, I didn't bring the binoculars like an idiot. I'm looking at it through the gun, and I can see horns. It's like, shit, that's a buck. So I get her on the buck. But we couldn't tell how big it was, and it's a long shot for her. She hadn't shot that gun in years. And so I said, let's just wait. You know, he's, he's a young buck, but so we could tell that. He wasn't a monster. I would have been excited taking the gun from her probably. He did. By the way. So we, I just said, if he comes closer, yeah, we'll just, yeah. it's the rut. Let, you know, let's just let him be. He's just feeding under the feeder at 150 yards, not a care in the world. And he goes to the left, kind of where you hunt, mm-hmm. over that area. So we can't see him because we're in the box. So we're just sitting there talking, you know, whispering, quiet. And she looks over and looks out and she goes, there he is. It's like, shit. I look out. He's 40 yards. He came to the box. He's asking for it. And he's standing right there. And and she had the gun already out because we had been looking at him. And I said, shoot him, shoot him, shoot him. You know, I'm doing that. And she's like, no, he's too little. And I was like, dang it. You're right. And he was a little six point. You know, he was outside his ears, but young. So he's probably a great one to not shoot because he was probably two and a half, three and a half, three year old. She did the right thing. And then, but then at that, it was such a hurried moment that, you know, after he you took stepped, the gun, shot him anyway. Well, he stepped, <laughs> he stepped through the lane and went into the bamboo. But I thought he was going to come to the other lane, of course, because it's just, you know yeah. there's no reason for him not to. And I said, "So get the gun out, and we'll get him." You know, now she was calmed down. I said, "You better shoot him if he comes out." It, it, not not many times a buck stands forty yards from you, right? Broadside. Yeah. I was like, Asking if he, for if, he, it. if he comes out in this road, you're going to shoot him. She's like, okay. He never came out. And we watched him just walk through the woods away. He gave you your chance. Yeah. I mean, but she was happy with it. Yeah. And I was happy with it. Everybody was happy that she, because it was a pretty deer. He had both sides. He only looked like he had maybe two inch uh, G2, two inch mm-hmm. G3s. Yes. Like little, yeah. but Long. beautiful, you know, I'm talking 18 inch freaking wow. couple, couple uh, of years from now. Main times. Yeah. Oh, he was a pretty deer and he was young. He was tiny. So that was all we saw, and then my niece shot that that uh, on Saturday cow horn spike, and a four point. So yeah, we've shot in too many bucks and not enough does already, even though they were little bucks. But we haven't seen any monsters yet. And our farmer guy did see two big deer when he was coming later after we left Sunday. Of course, you know how that works. Right, yeah, they're waiting on you. To yeah, leave. we all leave, and three hours later, our farmer guy says, uh, "Roger, I can't call him farmer guy. He's our neighbor that takes care of our place." <laughs> Mr. Roger, he came over and, and texted us that he had seen two nice, Was really he running nice deer. a tractor or a chainsaw? I, I don't know. I think he came over in a buggy, maybe a tractor, to pick up the deer. My niece's uh, spike we were giving to him. He wanted oh, the deer yeah. meat. So he was coming to pick up the deer. Does he Does he take his deer to get processed? I don't know. I don't know. Because he doesn't even hunt. So I don't know if he processes it himself. If he did, we ought to process it for him and give it to him. That's what we should do. But yeah. I don't know. I bet he... Cleans it himself. Yeah, he doesn't seem like the kind of guy that would go to a process. No, he cleans it himself. He raises cattle and probably lives yeah. off of them too. He cleans them and stuff. He just doesn't hunt deer. Um, so that was our weekend. Hope and I'm going back tomorrow or Friday, um, and hopefully there'll be deer running. We'll see. 
They should be. We'll yeah, I mean, see. They're, they're, it's it's run at our place, and you know, as the crows flies, we're yeah, we're basically the same five yeah. mile away. Um, yeah, we I saw tons of scrapes and rubs and all kinds of that, and but I didn't see any deer chasing. But we, I'm sure they are. We got up, we got up there at about two thirty on Friday. We pulled a load of Christmas trees up there. Mm-hmm. We parked the truck. I grabbed my climber. Was walking into eight and I was just kind of trying to look through there and see kind of where I wanted to hang my climber. So I, I, we got right to the edge of the food plot. There were four deer already in the food plot when we got there. I was like, shit. I was like, Quinn, just go ahead and walk. You're going to spook him out. I said, I'm going to go hang my climber because he was going around the hunt at seven. So he walked, spooked the deer out. I went ahead and I hung my, my climber in a tree. And I went and got in the shoot house. I'm like, I'll just sit in the shoot house, you know, it's just let it go. And so I'm sitting in the shoot house, and I mean, I'm just sitting there twiddling my lungs. I didn't see anything until like 525. I was like, I, I text Quinn, I was like, dude, I guess I'm going to get out. And he's like, man, I just had a deer show up. And I, I just turned my head and looked, and I'm like, okay, I've got deer now. So, <laughs> I mean, I, I looked them over hard, looking to see if there's any bucks out there, no bucks. So... Go back to the camp. We ate. We were gonna do shish kebabs. I told Quinn we stopped at the Win Dixie on Thirty Nine. Uh-huh. I said, make sure we get stick sticks. Okay. We didn't get the sticks. Y'all don't have sticks up there in no. that fancy kitchen, y'all. No. So you had no. stir fry. So well, basically, <laughs> all the vegetables we just I, I chopped them up and put them in a pan olive oil and seasoned them and just popped them in the oven at the same time that I put the meat on the grill. Yeah. And I just cooked the steaks whole and the, the, yeah. I, yeah. I, I, I and man, I am on a boneless, skinless chicken thigh kick right oh, now. Yes. That, I have I mean, tonight. The thigh is my most favorite piece of meat as it is, but those little boneless, skinless ones are phenomenal. Mm-hmm. So I mean, we, we had a four pack or six pack of that and we cooked two fillets and we basically just cut it all up after and just and ate it so saturday morning i was like i got up 3 30 and like i'm like well if i start cooking i'm like everybody well everybody it's tripping quinn you know they're, they're both been on covid lockdown uh, so COVID you know I, nobody else is it's just the three of us and so i make make some coffee and uh about five fifteen, they started stirring, and I, I left. Boom! I, I went, and I knew it was gonna be cold, it and was cold. and cold was okay. The temperature was okay. The problem was the wind. Once the, the sun came up, that wind started was coming. blowing yeah. so hard on Saturday, and so I, I get it into my climber. And my climber's facing south. The wind's blowing out of the north, so it's blowing me straight when I'm hunting, which I'm not overly concerned about because it is the rut. I mean, yeah. those bucks, they, they're they not, don't care. they don't care. The does are going to spook, you know, they smell you, but, but the bucks but, could care. But most of the, if the does being chased by the buck, they're not paying attention no. to the smell. They're just trying to get away from him. So about 7.30, in the morning, I mean, I'm sitting up there and I'm just, I'm, I'm shivering and I brought a jacket with me. And so I stood up in my climber and I had my, I had a rifle. Trip talked me into bringing it. I mean, just bring the rifle. Yes. There might be a buck out there yeah. 150 yards. Just right. bring your Take rifle. Your I was like, all right. So I, I brought my rifle. And so I, I have a little screw in 
little rack, a, you know, a little yeah. hanger that I always, yeah. you know, I'll hang my backpack on it. And so my backpack's hanging on there, my gun's hanging on there. So I, st I stand up, I turn to the tree, so the tree right here in the food plot, and I see a buck in the field. So I literally, I just, just raised the butt of my gun up and put it on my shoulder and I'm looking and I could see the horns. He's about 160 yards away, but I, I, I couldn't tell just through my, my scope if he was, you know, cause I've got it all the way out, mm -hmm. you know? So I was like, I don't want to, I don't want to shoot a, a little, a, a little yeah. butt. Yeah. So grab my, I'm, I'm like, look down, I'm grabbing my binoculars and I'm just to pick my binoculars up, he walks behind a tree. All right, the sun's gonna come out from under that. You know, 15, 20 seconds worth of him. Yeah. And that dude literally walked directly away. Directly away from me into that tree. And I'm pretty sure I know which deer it is because I've got a lot of pictures of, of the bucks that are over there. And I'm yeah. pretty confident. It's, it's, he's a seven point, and he's palmated on his left side. Okay. So and he, and he might he just he doesn't have an eye guard on his right side. He's got an eye guard on his left side. He's palmated over okay. there. So I mean he's kind of a cool looking deer. Um, would I have shot him? Probably not. With your bow, maybe. Huh? Yeah, I probably shot him with my bow, not with my rifle. Yeah. So it's nine o'clock at this point. Now he's gone. He's long gone. I hadn't seen another. It's nine o'clock. I am freezing my tail off, and I was like, I, I gotta get out. I, I've got to go get some more clothes. So I get down. I walk. I I had drove my truck and parked it on the dam. I walk past my truck. We go all the way camp. Like I'm not firing that thing up. So get to the camp. Strip down pretty much to my boxers. Start cooking breakfast. I, I brought some deer sausage up. So I'm frying deer sausage. Threw in some, some biscuits in the oven, cooked breakfast real fast. At 10 o'clock, I'm putting on an extra set of base layers. I get dressed again, bring my um, an extra pair of pants and my jacket and stuff, and I'm like, shit, it is so damn cold. I, I can't, I don't think I can sit in my climber from 10.30 till dark. So yeah, I was cold. like, you know what? I'm gonna just go sit in the shoot house. Yeah, you know, warmer. It, it, it's it'll block some of the wind. Yeah, if you got your it. rifle, it really doesn't. Yeah, matter. yeah. So I sit in the shoot house from it's probably ten fifteen by the time I get in there, and I do not see a thing. That sucks. Until five twenty five, and oh, it's like they, you know, they start coming out a doe and then another doe, and then. Right, probably like five forty, just where you you can't see. I had a I had a buck come in, and and I think I, I could see horns. I think it was that real big body, but I wasn't gonna I wasn't gonna shoot. No, I wasn't because I, I I wasn't sure. So yeah. I didn't I didn't didn't do the deed. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> hunted Sunday morning and actually. I hunted till about 8.30, I guess. I climbed down and I just took a little walk, a little scout, and I saw a buck run off and he was in some pine trees at small woods. Um, made the whole loop around, went up to seven, came back down through the through the bridge blind or through the, the bridge, the woods bridge that we have. Didn't see anything. I grabbed my climber 
and went back to the camp, just started picking, picking up, by the way, probably not yeah. the rest of the camp. Um, Trip and Quinn, well, Trip hunted and won, and there's an eight point, a young two and a half year old Palmation eight point over there, and I mean, he's literally watched that deer for four hours on Saturday. Really? You didn't yeah. want to take him? No, no, because he's, he's just two, two and a half year old deer, yeah. so he, he let him live, and I mean, he, Trip said basically, Every freaking doe that stepped foot in that food plot, he wanted them. He he was he was behind them. I mean, mm-hmm. he he was trying to he was trying to be a man. He was trying to be a man. Oh yeah, <clears throat> um, just just wearing but, everything out. But that shows you right there. He, he might be starting to rut, but if there's no he- estrus does, um, you know the rut can have started. Well, I mean, until one doe goes into heat. I, I've got you know, that picture of, of that no horn buck jumping up the mountain of doe. And so, I mean, they are, there are does that are in heat. And I mean, you know. I guess, but. January 8th, it'll kick back in another 28 days. So maybe by the end of the month, um, that you know, that last weekend, it'll still be going a little bit. I don't know. I don't know either. We've gone up every year for Martin Luther King weekend, which this weekend coming up me and some buddies from north mississippi and one from florida and we've always had luck tons of deer but not not well last year we is when we killed uh, my dad's uh, father-in-law killed yeah, he nice nice yeah. 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 and he was totally following does so i mean they they might lock down with a doe that they're mating with how uh, they do that for a few days three days and they'll go find another doe so uh, yeah you'll catch that doe feeding in the field in the afternoon and that buck will come with her and any um, does that that aren't bred, they'll recycle around. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I we I just haven't. I've been in Illinois when the rut happened, and they they literally walk right up to you. You know, like they just don't care. They can see you up in the stand, look at you, and they still want the girl. Um, you know, so I've seen that where they're just running all crazy, and that's in early November. That's like November fifth in Illinois, and Blackwater. I I've only seen few young bucks and I've heard them grunt and I've heard them running. I've seen a doe run across, run right in front of me with her tongue hanging out thinking there's got to be a buck following her. And I sat there for two hours. No buck ever came. You know, <laughs> with my gun on a stump going, he's got to cut. She ran 20 yards in front of me. You know, I, 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 here he goes. And then two hours later, I'm still sitting there going, what the frick? I mean, no, I know he didn't see <laughs> so me. She didn't. Should you put it down though? <laughs> yeah. So I, I just haven't, seen a buck chasing a doe other than a little buck come in to some does grunting and running them like you know just chasing them like a little boy would do on a playground right you know well so i don't know what's what i mean it's cool in a sense but kind of sucks is before i left just because i know that i'm not gonna be back up there for a little bit i went ahead and filled up the feeder at eight which it had that corn in it for a month yeah I put corn in it to say ten o'clock, ten thirty maybe on Sunday morning, and by three twenty-five in the afternoon, it was just loaded with deer. I mean, it's like every deer and, yeah, and they were waiting for corn. Yeah. And they, They're and, hungry, and I mean, yeah. there was bucks there. We had five or six different bucks. Um, you know, I mean, decent rack bucks. No, nothing that's just like standout shooter. Which you know, hopefully. Hopefully they'll bake it, and kind of part of the reason why I went ahead and put corn in that feeder is just to kind of people, hold the deer on our property right. versus yeah, having yeah. them go out and about. 
Yeah, um, yeah, you know, you need to feed them. Well, yeah. Tommy, our caretaker, his wife killed a coal buck, and it, it needed to be, it, it had a little one-inch, two-inch <clears throat> spike on the right side, and the left side it was a four-point. Um, the left side came out and bent. It didn't curve, it bent, like a yeah. nine-degree turn. <laughs> And, I mean, what kind of genetics do you have going on? We both have. It looked awesome in here. It was a nasty. I'll ask. Like a freak show in here, dear. I know. I want a freak show. The next time, pay twenty five cent to come in the Next time I'm up there, I'll ask Tommy what he's gonna do with the head. Yeah. Because I mean, it's not. I mean, it's it's a nasty. You gonna mount that? Hell yeah! Hardwood boys are. It's going in the Zeta room. Being here recording during a hurricane, we yeah. fall it all with like yeah. projectiles. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I don't know. I mean, we'll, we're still trying to learn it up there and trying to figure it out because we, we. But I will say this year has been a better year buck to doe ratio of sightings so far, and even killings. We killed four or five bucks, and one doe. Which yeah. is not a good yeah, thing. That, that's it's yeah. not right. Your your seven point. George's little button buck, which oh, yeah. you want to count it as a doe, but biologically you have to count it as a buck. Huh? Have you had it? Um, my my brother killed a four point. four point. My niece killed a spike. Spike, and then Ooh, I think my dad, some, somebody or my brother or somebody has killed a, another smaller buck. That's good. So like that's a five bucks, bucks. Five bucks, and I killed that's that one doe. Wow. Um, and it, they say they say it's okay is to kill a button bug as long as you don't as long as it doesn't equal ten percent of your doe kill. I know. Exactly. <laughs> we, we we screwed up this year so far. But that's why I got my buddies. My brother's taking his kids up there. I'm gonna lay down any doe I can lay down. A mature doe, you know, or maybe even a little doe. It doesn't even matter. If it if I know it's a doe, because last year my buddy shot a I'm 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 way in the back. Sitting there, I'm gonna sit all day with my sandwich and stuff, and I get a text um, at like ten in the. I heard a shot, and so I'm texting. I was like, "What happened? You know, who shot?" And it was Tyler, Tyler Acos, which is Tanner's brother. Like Tanner, you know, who shot? And he's like, "Tyler shot." I'm not sure what he shot. He said he shot a doe. And then two hours later, I'm still sitting back there, and I get a text. He shot a button buck, and I was like. Frick, because my dad's there, and I'm thinking, man. Yeah. Did he know? Did he think it was a doe? He thought it was a doe, which I, is 100% okay, well, but I'm thinking of a button buck that's like 80 pounds, right, 70 right. pounds. You, you don't, you know, this time of year, just don't shoot them. You don't need the meat that bad. And But I got back to the camp, and I hadn't talked to my dad. I hadn't talked to anybody, because as soon as I said, yeah. he said, I took another three hours to walk back. Yeah, I want this to be over <laughs> with. Son of a bitch, and I get back there. <laughs> And I walk in the house, and everybody's chatting, having a good time eating breakfast or whatever. And uh, and so I just walk outside, and I go and look at it. The damn thing looked like a, I mean, it was a 140-pound button buck. Wow. So wow. either it was a first year that was just a monster deer, which I don't believe that. I think it was probably a two-year-old that just wasn't going to grow horns. Mm -hmm. And so good thing he took it out. Yeah. You know, that's, my dad said the same thing. He's like, yeah, no, that thing needed to be taken out. Right. I mean, it was it. There's no possible way at 100 yards through the woods you would know that that's a button buck. It right. Totally like a full grown duck. Right. Because his head was huge. It was a long ass head and just had little tiny button bucks well, on the top. I mean, buttons. the the thing about it is, is is you know, it's like if you go hunt on the management areas, yeah. and, and you can you, you 
you kill this as an antlerless deer. Mm-hmm. You know, they call it antlerless deer because it is so hard right. to to see those little buttons in there. I mean, it, it is hard. Even bow hunting at, at low light, mm-hmm. it's hard yeah. to tell. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it, it's like, and I told so, y'all, I, when I'm bow hunting, I will, I will find something wrong with a doe that I know I'm going to shoot. Like, you know, a split ear or a patch of skin that, you know, a patch of fur has been rubbed off. And I that's how I will study that and know that. So when I or, draw back to shoot. Or a big set of nuts. <laughs> <laughs> you, can't, you can't see the damn nuts. Oh, well, I can. That's <coughs> what, what, what you aim for, huh? Yeah, my dad, my dad has a joke. I hate to do this. I'm stealing a joke from my dad. And I'm not good at telling jokes. But he has a joke that he's said for years. He said, oh, Thibodeau and Leroy were hunting or whatever, and Thibodeau's never hunted. He's from South Louisiana. Took him out up to the hunting camp, deer camp, and he said, oh, Thibodeau, we only shoot bucks. We don't shoot does here. You don't shoot does. And that was all he told him. So he puts Thibodeau in the stand, and then Thibodeau's sitting there for hours, and boom, here's a, so here comes Leroy coming up to pick up Thibodeau. Thibodeau, what'd you shoot? He said, I shot a buck. Said, okay, let's go get it. They get out there, there's no horns. It's a freaking doe. You know, it's, it's a doe sitting there. And, and, and Leroy's, what the hell? I told you to shoot bucks only. He said, I shot a buck. And he's like, this is a doe. He's like, that ain't no doe. Lift her legs. <laughs> and then, sure enough, it was just a buck with no horns. He had a big old set of testicles. <laughs> they shot himself a buck. He's like, I, I, he's like, why? you didn't look for horns? He's like, what are you talking about horns? I didn't know deer had horns. <laughs> I, was looking at, I had a hundred deer go by. I was looking at testicles. I was looking at testicles. <laughs> he had the biggest one. <laughs> I saw testicles, so I shot him. That's yeah. Yeah. yeah, so, I mean, dope. What, what do we got on the plate over there? That is some, um, let me let me say this right here. Oh, I was going to call habanero. I would have been wrong. This is from Jessica Hurt, my sister. Ooh. Uh, to the Hardwood Boys for Christmas. Nice. Um, ghost pepper jelly. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Okay, we're going to have to it's end this. To get, it's about to get We're going to end this episode <laughs> here and because we're at like 30 minutes, and then we're going to open that up in the next episode. I think we should. We who's all gonna, need to eat who's it. Who's crying first? Uh, it's going to be me, of course. <laughs> I was baking cakes last week. I just want to hear Brandon do his... Hit it. It was not down. It had to hit it. Hit the Mrs. Doubtfire to end the show. So we, we love y'all, thank y'all, but this Brandon's got to hit Mrs. Doubtfire. Hello! <laughs> <laughs> that was not as good. Well, you had a little crack at the end, which, which, which I liked. It's made it sound real. Yeah. Um, but any closing remarks? We're at 30 minutes here. Just make sure you wear your harness. Be safe out there in the woods. Yeah. Safety. Safety third. Wear, wear your protection. Make, make sure you got on your uh, blaze orange. Oh, yeah. 100 inches of it. Yeah, a vest and a hat usually will do it. Yep. But so, yeah, wear your orange, wear your harnesses. Just be be careful. Check your gun's not loaded. You know, if you're in a boat. Don't check it by looking in the barrel. Yeah, no, no. Make sure, you, make sure, make sure your gun's not loaded because kids come by or somebody else come by and they weren't trained that every gun is loaded and you just don't know. So make sure your guns aren't loaded. And if you ride in a boat, if you're going duck hunting or something like that, don't put your boots on until you get there. Um, it's dangerous as hell. Imagine falling and running cold water with shoot, even shoes on and trying to swim. You couldn't do it. So you'd be better. I don't understand it either with duck hunting how you do that. You go barefoot or you wear other boots that you can swim in maybe. But wearing waders in your boat while you're running, 
you hit something, it's overturned, you're gone. So just just where your protection's already ended on the down. Yeah, that's that's kind um, of depressing. Yeah, it was very. But it's Where are your rubbers? Your rubber boots. Your rubber boots and your oven. Anything stay, rubber. And stay wet. Yeah, stay wet, stay hard. <laughs> um, okay, yeah. that was it. Hard, hardwood boys out.